Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fad five during prime time. Sports conglomerates beat their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Yo, 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 what's goody, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Hey, yo, Austin, you cool, bro? Yeah, everything hey, low. You good? I mean, you over there everything sound like you running from uh, I mean, you sound crazy over there right now. Anyway, man, this is, <laughs> I'm Jimmy. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother B. Austin over there sounding crazy right now. Like, he just running from the police. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe not. Listen, there's four weeks down in the NFL season. NBA preseason's underway. MLB postseason is among us. Ben Simmons is still a young man. <clears throat> He's a myth. Um, and there's a whole lot more going on. But it's time to sit back, relax, and bust it up with your guys in the game. <laughs> the war room. You can get in on the conversation yourself right now by signing into the body of the chat room. That's blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or... Join us on Facebook or Twitter at Warroom Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the digital Extreme Technologies Hotline. That number is 323 410 Be awesome, man. Since you, uh, you know, you don't duck the cop. Whoop, whoop. That's the sign of the police. Listen, though, real quick, though. Um, Big Daddy Kane, KRS One. That's the next to hit the versus stage, man. Who you got, beloved? KRS. And I want, I want to, I wanted to beat Kane because. I could relate, but Kane ain't got enough. He ain't got enough music to bang with KRS, man. KRS still making albums every day. That don't mean they're good, though. Some of, some of them ain't good. I, I knew you was about to. No, I knew I'm you just was saying about you only take. get twenty records. I mean, you get twenty records, so it don't matter how much how long pause your catalog is. But it's the quality of said catalog. I'm mean, not think Kane got twenty, but I mean, you know, I, I listen. I ain't mad at you either way. We think that you know, knowledge rings supreme over nearly everyone. I get it. I think. Kane got about 15 bangers. KRS sprinkled throughout the 7,000 songs that he's released over damn near 40 years. He probably has 20 bangers. I mean, listen, man. King Asiatic. Listen, you, 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 like, you, hit me, you hit me to something about KRS. You definitely did. And I've listened and went through his catalog. He had, he might. And, and this is not a knock to his talent as a lyricist. I think he's one of the greatest MCs ever. But because he makes so much music, he might have more bad music than good music. He might. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Now, that, now, when he's good, he's great. But the brother is an artist, and he don't mind going to the left or going to the right. And sometimes, you know, that don't really. He like Andre three Here's what I'll say. He like three steps. They both they both on my Rushmore, right? And my my Rushmore consists of them two brothers, um, G Rat, Rakim, and I'm adding a fifth, even though I know Rushmore is four, but F O H. Uh and it's probably you can do whatever like, we want. It's our show. Like, yeah, everybody everybody falls under one of those umbrellas, right? Whether it's, you know, LL Cool J, he got like his little tree of people that you can point back to him, Rakim. 
you know, KRS, Kane, and G-Rap. Now, with that being said, I don't think you can go wrong with this. I mean, you know, the stage show is another thing, though. KRS, I've been to a KRS show, and it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Like, his ability to control the crowd is second to none. Um, MC means move the crowd. Kane got that, too, though. Kane, 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 does, Kane too, does got it. None of them might be better than their young boy Buster, though. I mean, that's true. But Buster might would jump off a roof and kill herself for you just to make you happy. Hey, listen, man. Salute the Buster for putting on a show, man, and putting yourself in danger to entertain us. But, I mean, I don't know, bro. This is going to be interesting. I, I was telling my man Miz in the group chat, I'm like, yo, I might want to go to this one. The only reason I'm saying no is because I still don't trust y'all out there. Y'all, y'all out there with them heebie-jeebies, but nah, don't. You know what I mean? Nah, trust me, that. don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it, man. Yeah, I know. I was headed. I was. I was headed to the dip. To the dip set. Uh, the dipstick set versus the gods, and I was like, yo, even though it's the gods, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no. I. Ain't, I mean, I'm, I'm trash, but I definitely. This is one that I would have went to, man. Like, you know, I want to see cats in there. You know what I'm saying? With the Gumbies and the, you know, four-finger rings. I think everybody bringing out the old-school stuff for this. You know I mean? It's one of them. It's going to be a legendary moment. Anyway, with that being said, though, man, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that uh, whether you're live with us or not, you can check anything we do on demand. You know what I'm saying? We got every archive episode we got, and we had, like, a gazillion episodes, so... You know what I mean? You can check that out at any time, as well as all of our partner shows on the Warham Sports Podcast Network. Just go to our website, warhamsports.com, and read up on everything that we have in terms of content. You know what I'm saying? And also, ladies, you can follow my social media right there, at JW Blueprint. But anyway, um, with that being said, uh, let's jump into these hot topics, which is brought to you by my bookie. Here's the thing, right? You want to make some money betting on sports? Of course you do. Got to check out my bookie, man. It's time to place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games and sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after you realize, you know what I'm saying, that, uh, you know, something's going wrong. You won't put that bread in. Do that. Do that. You can join now. MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to a grand. So remember, up to $1,000, they're going to match 50%. Here's what you got to do. You got to go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code WARROOM, W-A-R-R-O-O-M, mybookie.ag, play, win, and get pills naive, which is paid. Anyway, man, listen, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it, man. We probably won't be here that long this evening, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to our brother Dev, man. Happy uh, 2020 Tony Day to him and, uh, and Brandy. You know what I'm saying? I'll celebrate so me and you all can go <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Yo, it's one of the greatest. Salute to them, man. Also, anyway, um, yeah, salute, salute, salute. Anyway, listen, um, first story is this, man. Um, a lot of movement going on in the NFL. You generally don't see like a lot of movement like this during the season. NFL is weird like that, but everything's changing, man. Um, Jalen Smith was released and he's you know signed with the Packers, and uh, Stephen Gilmore, um, was traded to the mm-hmm. Panthers, and both were available earlier this week. And, you know, what's shocking to me is that neither one of them went to the Bucks or the Chiefs because that's where everybody go. Yeah, I was surprised that uh, – I was surprised that your man TB12 didn't put a call in to Stefan. 
So if I looked at if I look at these two moves, I, I, I understand them. I understand them. Jalen Smith is the type of guy with the salary he was making. The 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 cow bums have invested a lot in the linebacker position recently. Mm-hmm. And they feel they got some gems. He has lost a step. I still would say that he's in the top he's in the top twenty starting linebackers in the league, but they feel as though the upside that they have on the field right now and on the bench for the price they're paying is worth more. So they just got rid of them. Now they're going to eat some cat, some dead, some dead cat money, about 9 million. So I didn't Mm -hmm. quite understand the play and why they didn't try and get something back for them. Um, but I, I get why they got rid of him because you you got to start him. You can't put him on the bench. He has to be a starter. Now, Stephon Gilmore, I personally, I believe that he still may be top. Mm, he's another top 15 for me. He's another top 15 corner. Okay. Um, his was purely a money play. End of the contract. We know how the Patriots get down. They went to him and said, take less bread. He said, why would you wait to the end of my contract to do that to me? FOH, unless we're talking about renegotiating a long-term deal, another two, three years, FOH, get out of here. It's my money. He's going to be back midseason. He's on the pup list, physically unable to perform because he was traded he stays on that list till week six. I think he's going to instantly make the Carolina Panthers' defense a lot better. Um, he's mm. one of the rare guys that is an elite athlete, but still just as good, if not better, in zone coverage than he is in man. Like, he's a good man corner, but he's a good zone corner. And usually you know how the dumb athletes are. They want that cat coverage. Yo, 0-1 yeah. all day. No, no zone, and zone confuses him. Nah, he's not like that. He's a smart, he's a smart player. So zone, zone. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know y'all, y'all get me cover two, cover two, quarters. You know what I'm saying? So he'll be all right. He'll be all right. That's a good pickup for uh, for the Panthers. That's a real good pickup for the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers are having a pretty okay season. I mean, he lost this past week to uh, you know, your your, your arch nemesis Dak and them, but like overall, like you know, they look like. It's funny how not saying he looks amazing, but he looks a lot better than he did when he played for the Jets. That's for sure. It's, it's funny how it's, oh, you know, my God. getting somebody out of a Jets, you know, getting somebody out of a Jets uniform like they actually can play football. Yo, anyway. I, I I be telling people, I like I I like Sam Darnold, but it was hard to make the argument. But dog talent means so much in professional sports because it's only a rare breed, a rare handful of players that can be on a terrible football team and still shine, especially at that position. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I, like I football, never thought Donald was a bum, but damn, that squad is terrible. Because you could be in the NBA and you could be great at what you do and you could be on a bum squad, but everybody going to know. And, and, and your team will still have a chance to win. Because you how good you are, but football, 
Like, True. Football I mean, is different animal. You could be the greatest quarterback in the world. They ain't blocking for you. It don't matter. Not only that, but the Jets went out and said, Robbie Anderson is nice, so we're going to get rid of him, Sam, so you don't got him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the Jets. Man. He put but, my you know, boy behind the eight ball. I'm glad he yeah, got man, out of it. kind of effed up. Yeah, man. So look at him, man. You know what I mean? But um, listen, speak, speaking of quarterbacks, though, your man Justin Fields. He was named the Bears starter moving forward. Like, are you surprised by that, or what are your thoughts by that? You think they should have thrown him in the fire and see what they got? Um, being that I have pledged my allegiance to Nick, Nick Foles because of what he's done for me and my family, anywhere Nick Foles is, I'm trying to see him start, whether he's good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> it ain't personal, Justin Fields. It ain't personal. I'm hoping that the, the Bears make him the highest-paid QB in the world, and I'm hoping that he is forever their starter. Just my thoughts on, on the situation. <laughs> no value in my analysis, if you're listening, no value. Also, no foundation other than my biased Eagles fandom pledging allegiance to Nick Foles for as long as he's in the NFL. Yes. So, with that being said, um, I just want to say, uh, you know, I think they should have put, like, do what they're doing. Like, throw him in there. See what he got. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you guys are yeah, competing for a championship this year. You're not competing for a championship anyway. So, you know, you got to you gotta let, let the man play. Like, you know, Foles, he may though. figure it out. Uh, I mean, you know what you got with Nick Foles. You know what you got. You know what I mean? Like, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Have. This is true, but you're not winning the bowl with that team. So, no, like, not look, at all. Look towards the future. Let that man get his reps up. So, let him get his reps up, see what you got, see if he can grow, go through some growing pains, learn to read defenses and things of that nature. So, I'm not mad at this, man. So, so you know, but uh, good luck moving forward to Justin Fields because it's hard to actually uh, progress when they don't block with you. Because he be, he be under do you attack, learn man. Do you learn to read defenses and run through your progressions when you're running for your life every play? Like every that, play. That, that's the other part of this, though. That that's the other part of this, right? Like it's all that all that ish I just said. It's kind of hard to do when every time you hike the ball, you run it for your life. Yo, their offensive linemen, all they did was go to the Jenny Craig Clinic and say, "You, you, 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 and you, come play football. We pay you." <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, shout to Anil in the chat too. You was holding us down. I saw you there earlier, Neil. That was me laughing at you. I appreciate you as, as always. But um. Next next thing I want to talk to you about is this, man, um, is your man. A couple things about your man, and that's Benjamin Simmons. Um, <laughs> your, man, your, man, your man, Benjamin Simmons, uh, already lost $360,304 for missing Monday's preseason opener. Not enough. So he's out here missing money now. Should have been more. He don't want to show up. Should have been more. So uh, let me ask you a question about Benjamin Simmons throughout this whole thing, right? Because it's seemingly getting progressively worse. Has your opinion Benjamina? shifted? Has your opinion shifted? Like as this whole thing progressed, like were you still defending him, or were you as soon as the game was over, you was like, "Yo, FOH him." Like, how 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 have your thoughts changed with Benjamin Simmons? Um, did you really think of who you were speaking to when you asked that question? No, here's why I asked though. Here's why I asked though, because in Philadelphia, right, there still was a contingent of people that wanted him to come back. They thought like, okay, he could produce 
There is nobody in this city, like, you know, and I, I, the post of the city you always get by going to a Wawa. There's nobody in this city that even likes Bull no more. He's, like, considered enemy number one to the point where even um, um, the young boy, Cyborg, uh, or, you know, we say Bull, the Cyborg, he made a comment. He was like, yo, if you look at the end of the game, like, I messed up and made a turnover that kind of cost us the series. He was like, but don't nobody even and remember that. they blamed that. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. don't nobody even remember that. Yo, like, he I've, heard, really... I've, heard, uh, I've heard in your day that you could shoot the rock. Oh, yeah. I was one of the top ten in the world ever at one point. Yeah, but, but yeah. I'll, no, take, that's back I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take you then. F-ball. No, but here's, my, but here's my point, though. My point is he is literally like enemy number one. And I, my thing is, as I watch this whole thing play out, like, what does this do? His legacy is tarnished, right? And a little bit, but not not, not beyond not a, beyond repair, not beyond repair. It's not beyond repair. I guess winning winning cures is all, right? But will this not come? In? I mean, he already got his max deal, or whatever. So I don't know. I, I just don't think, like for me as I watch this play out. Like, how did he think this was going to play out? Uh, he because, didn't think. He's from a generation. He's from a generation that has nothing to do with the word consequence. Like they do things, and consequence and accountability are very, very low amongst his uh, amongst his age group. But let me say, let me say this. Um, Devin, our brother, has tried to look at this objectively and understand that Ben is an asset and the things that he does mm-hmm. well. Personally, and, I, and I've, I've tried to look at it from that perspective, and I respect his defensive ability, and you got a cat that's 6'10", playing the one, amazing. If you're a basketball player getting paid millions and millions of money and you can't shoot the rock, it's pretty safe to say that. <laughs> B. Austin doesn't f with you at all. Yo, is that even you can not? Shoot a, not even a little. We don't even uh-huh. know if you can shoot because you won't do it. I said the thing is, it's not that he can't shoot. We don't know whether he can shoot because he won't do it. No, he can't. He can't, man. Cash so, can he shoot. He can't be in them Yo, he's huh? But, dog, but we, how do we know he can't shoot? How do we know he can't shoot when he won't do it? Man, he'll do it from the free throw line and then stop trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's something different, but he got a mental block or something, man. I guess something really, and and you know this is all man. Go get tism. Go get mental block. Go get tism on your own time, man. We gave you 177, <laughs> man. And because this is another part of the story, right? So he's allegedly, reportedly, still in the pinch of the funds, is and is considering like reconsidering his holdout. Um, and some mm-hmm. of these articles that have been written, written, and the words coming out of his camp sound crazy. And it's to the point now where I don't believe nothing I read in the media because part of it sounds to me, or at least feels to me like they're like Paul's slandering campaigns. Like, because they're getting tired of Bull. Now, he, he is represented by mm-hmm. him, so they're kind of like putting the blame all on, um, you know, Richard Paul. Because um, then he's acting as if, as if he is. So, I don't know, man, but some of the stuff is hard to believe. Like, how did you think this was going to play out? Mm. I I didn't see the NBA taking a a NFL type of stance and hitting him up every game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. The players' union 
is starting to get involved or, or reviewing. But here's the thing, right? Even players don't bang with ball, right? And the reason that players don't yeah. bang with ball is because he in their mind. And so a Yo, lot the of the players I've seen talk about him. The players I've seen talk about him in a negative way. Yo, it really didn't have to do with basketball. They're like, yo, bro, you got a max deal. Like, they looking at the money. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Some of them like, yo, even if you even if you had an attitude, show up and get that chicken. Like, they feel disrespected that you just leaving that bread on the table. Yeah, you get that bread to me. Um, I feel y'all, but I, I feel like a lot of even his teammates, like his teammates, for the most part, take Joel and beat out of it. Even Joel, for real. They're saying the right thing about the situation, but no, I Joel, can Joel hear. On him though. Yeah, he did. He he did, but he said some good things too. He didn't just like he tried. He pooped, but he tried to wipe as well. He didn't just leave it in the toilet. Like he, he tried to wipe and flush. Um, he said some good things I'm gonna tell and some that, yeah, poopy I poop things. Them, but I wipe though. <laughs> you like that bars? Um. Came to the ball defense. A couple other teammates came to his defense. But at a certain point, they know the character of the man that they're dealing with to a degree. This ish ain't right. And when you're you're there's the parallel and juxtaposition of professional sports and sports in general over military existence, right? Warfare. No one believes that not not only do I not want to be in a foxhole with dude, no one believes he's even gonna get in the foxhole with you. And if the and if the if the heat start flying, if they letting the blickies go, homie might get up out the foxhole and run. Like that's how he's getting looked at. And it's and it's only getting worse. So when he goes to a next team, there are going to be a contingent of players that you know they're gonna to have to reach deep to 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 forgive or not even forgive, but to trust. I won't say forgive, but to trust, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude's gonna put a Kardashian in front of us. Dude's gonna put bread in front of us. Dude's gonna put his fears in front of us. Yeah, we we not banging with dude. That's that's how I see it. That's what I believe you can face face with. Yeah, man. So we'll see how this whole thing plays out. It's interesting to watch. It's a soap opera. I mean, the Sixers uh, saluting them for doing with it. Speaking of the Sixers, though, how about this next story, man? Your man Bubba Chuck, Allen Iverson, Jules, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, he says he's confused as to why he doesn't have a position within the Sixers organization. And <laughs> when I heard him say this, I'm like, beloved. Beloved! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's a door here. He comes back and wins rings the bell, and he's a mascot and all that, but he wants to know why he doesn't have a position. My question to you is, what position does he want, or what do you think he could do for this organization, yo, other than be a mascot? I'm going to say three I'm gonna say three things. Number one, I can't really picture Allen Iverson with a job. Like, he's just not a job type having – like, I don't picture him – with a job, I can picture him getting money in a couple of different ways, but not a day mm. job. That's number one. Number two, what, to your point, what 
position do you believe that you're qualified for? Like what 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 role are we talking about here? And then number three, my most controversial hot take. And I told y'all this when Deuce Staley got into coaching. Yo, can no cat really hold a high level position in my organization? With neck tattoos, man. Can't have a neck tattoo and be employed. I mean, it's old Yo. school like that. Yo. Just old school. Now like I got to look across hey, the coach can't all the players that play. Who, who, got a, who got a neck tattoo that's the coach right now? I got to look across the league and see. My thing is, is he going to show up for work? And if he does show up, <laughs> will he be, will he be he a He's going to be a little late. Is he going to be he drunk be off that late. water, though? That's what I want to know. He can negotiate. We can have him negotiate a deal between them and Friday. <laughs> Salute to Bubba Chuck, man. You been like forever, man. But I, I, I don't know, like, you know, what you're going to do and, like, you're going to be a coach and are you going to teach them about, like, being prepared or coming to practice? I don't know, man. Yo, it's, it's two ex-players that I never would have thought but I'm kind of okay with it. neck tattoo, not with uh, Jack, Stack Five, and mm-hmm. Gilbert. Have you ever heard Gilbert break down the science of basketball? It's amazing to hear, yo. Like, it, it lets me yo, know he was just like. Who knew that he was a, a nerd? Man. Like, dude is literally a nerd. Like, he is a Kobe level nerd. Yeah, he, he definitely is. Yo, I, I see Scavi. Scavi said, said he doesn't know anybody in like an 84 office capacity with neck tattoos. I got to look around the league, see if anybody's on assistant coach. Yeah, we got to check like, that. Because all the dudes, we got to check that, man. Like, But you might be right. You might be. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying what I can't stomach or I can't handle in my organization, which my organization is only in my imagination, brother. Yeah, yeah. Understood, understood. Damn, though, you wouldn't give Bubba Chuck a job. Anyway, man. Um, nah, 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 nah. I would rather just pay him to be Bubba Chuck than to qualify it as a job. That's why That's why I said, like, yo, just straight mascot. Like, my man's a straight mascot. That's, that's kind of what I was saying, man. But listen, let's get to the quarter of the week, man. And the quarter of the week is I had a bad reaction a few years ago to Tylenol. And since then, I haven't wanted to take anything. Just let things heal naturally. In this case, I had COVID, and it wasn't that bad. I didn't want to take a chance. I don't know if it causes cancer or anything like that. So this is what Andrew Wiggins said on why he wouldn't get vaccinated. And, you know, because he wouldn't get vaccinated, it came out that um, he wouldn't get paid for the home game because he wouldn't be allowed to play. So um, now he's vaccinated. (laughs) But that was his life. Oh, he caved caved under pressure. Listen, bro, he started talking that bread. My man was like, you know what? Let me go get this jab real quick. So, <laughs> go ahead and poke me. Pause. Listen, man. Listen, man. There's a difference when he start talking that bread. So my man said that he don't take nothing because he had a bad reaction to Tylenol. What the hell happened when you took Tylenol, cuz? <laughs> and so how did you, you know? Yo, think about, think about this quote. Like? In this quote, in this quote, we have Tylenol, COVID, cancer, and vaccination. 
That's an interesting quote by one Andrew Wiggins. Yo, shout to Andrew Wiggins, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, real quick, man. Anybody that wants to, uh, you know, call and speak with us, here's what you got to do. Call the Digital Extreme Technologies hotline at number 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. You could also join us in the By the Hood chat room, brought to you by By the Hood University. The bottom line is, if you're looking to learn about anything in finance, hit up By the Hood University. You can find that right at Wolverine Sports. You dig? Um, use the coupon code, though, WRS, and you'll get 15% off of every course on the By the Hood site. And it's not too late to secure your financial legacy. But let's talk about things that happened this week while you were on The Grizz Naive, which is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website, well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions called Digital Extreme Technologies? Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and be like, yeah, heard it in the war room. You got to say the year, though. That's the only way to get the discount. You got to go, yeah, heard it in the war room. And that means you get your, you know, special fully discount. But, uh, you know, cool. shout out to uh, Digital Extreme Technologies. For the support of our show And now it is time to talk about What happened uh, this past week While you were on The Great Naive Alright man so A lot of stuff happened But the thing we're going to talk about First and, for- first and foremost What we got to talk about is this man Edrin James The legend Edrin James right? His son he has a son named Eden James For those who don't know and Edgerin James is not only a war room legend, but he's a University of Miami legend and an NFL legend. The University of Miami legend part is actually interesting, though, because I, I believe he has, like, a facility there named after him. But what mm-hmm. I'm is his son. One of the greatest. His son. His son uh, chose Howard University. Yes, sir. Yes, school. One of the greatest. Yes, school. He was obviously investing in his son and raising his son correctly. Salute to the edge. I always knew, despite you having gold toothuses, that you were you were, you were a man of honor, integrity, and greatness, brother. Congrats to you as a father. The Mecca. Salute. <laughs> Yo, here's my question to you, though. Salute. Is he going to say that? Is this like a, yo, I'm just going to uh, pop in real fast, and you know what I'm saying? All right, so here's my thing, right? Have you ever seen somebody come to, like, a mid-major and then transfer to a higher-level school? I'm pretty sure it's happened. On the top of my head, I can't think, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty but, sure it's but, happened. But it does, but, but, but we can acknowledge it doesn't happen often. Yeah. Now, now, to the down, now to the downside, and I say this with all due respect and love, if mm-hmm. he was supposed to go elsewhere, he would have gone. If he oh, had the talent to play at a higher level, up, he, he would somehow end up on uh, somehow end up on Miami because his dad made that contribution to the program. But we'll see, man. Salute to him nonetheless, though. Um, a couple other things we're gonna talk about before we uh, what happened on the Grizz Naive, but we gotta bring the homie Tobias on, man. We gotta get his perspective on some of these stories, man. Roll there. Here comes the. Uh, the segment we call it the Roll Damn Tide segment. Roll Damn Tide. What's going on, gentlemen? 
Come on, let How him know. You? Man, good, good, good. Alabama with the short Texas A&M. Your quote of the week was Jimbo Fisher saying before the season at a at an A&M function that they were going to beat Alabama's ass. Well, that's not going to happen. It's just like Lane Kiffin last week before the before the game he said get your popcorn ready, and they got embarrassed. But uh, but I'm doing better than Urban Meyer though. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> Urban Meyer was framed, man. Free Urban Meyer. He got framed. Free hey. Urban. Hey, Urban Meyer was hey. trying to buy CBS and jukebox for the second channel. That's what happened. Free Urban Meyer. Urban. No hey. gentrification on Urban, man. Hey, the same Hard. folks that tried to get Shakira Richardson had to bring down Urban Meyer. White, old white man magic, you know. They can't take it. Listen, man. But, uh. They heard. They heard. Oh, they heard that Urban Meyer, was, Urban Meyer was trying to uh, buy Hassan Campbell's YouTube channel. That's why they uh, framed him. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he probably just gonna big baby Glenn Davis and those other guys. Yeah, man. But uh, so what's good though, man? What's your, what's, what's your thoughts on Ben Simmons, man? How did how do you uh, think this is gonna play out? Like, uh, this is what I think. He's gonna uh, the, what happened is Rich Paul. If actually he doesn't like he, he see what happens is I remember this they talked about it back in the day with agents like how they used to try to work work with the owners and stuff like that behind the scenes because you get your player out faster then when you're trying to be a hard ass and saying oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do it we won't yeah and uh and it doesn't work that well and because the owners still have the power he still has four years under his contract but the problem is that team. He quit. And that do teams really want to deal with that? Or like the team with young players want to deal with that guy in the locker room. And they keep saying, oh, feel like they do Giannis. Um, Giannis worked hard. Giannis worked on his game. Giannis doesn't care about yeah. air ball and free throws and three quarters. He's still going to shoot. And he's definitely better than Ben Simmons. Everybody want to talk about, oh, he's a point guard. He's just a tall dude that can dribble. He ain't no point guard. He's a tall dude that can dribble. <laughs> you can't. And, and what people miss is they talk about, well, Joel and B clawed the paint. Joel and B the top ten player in best center in basketball. He should be in the paint. Why do we want him standing in the corner while you, who refused to work on your game since college, to, to get all the stuff. Reach. No, this this is better than Reach. you. And it would help Joel and be injury wise if he was in the paint more instead of driving for the three point line. And it's not by Joel and turnovers. Joel and should be holding the ball like that. Get a point guard. <laughs> That's what yeah, people man, are missing thing, here. It's probably not real nasty though. It's probably not real nasty. Hello, what's that? I'm sorry. What's up, man? Like. I said it's playing out real nasty the way this whole thing is playing out because I, you know, at this point he's missing so much money. Now he's talking about coming back. It's just a nasty situation, man. Yeah, because he could have worked behind closed doors and would have said, "Hey, man, I do want out. I'll show up, be professional." That would help his trade value. Someone would actually trade for him. He would have been gone faster. But since he's doing yeah. this, who's gonna take him? You know, and so he made it counterproductive. He's not James Harden. 
where he can act an ass and everybody's still going to line up for him. He ain't that dude. And uh, he ain't that guy. And you have to give an asset for this guy. And I don't blame Philly for not wanting to take 10 cents on a dollar. I don't blame them for not taking a two-piece mile for Popeye's. I really don't. Because yeah. you got four years on but the deal. The question is, so what do you do? You're going to sit in four years and have a guy that ain't playing? Well, here's why I look at it. If it's why I look at it. So be it. Uh, the money's on the book. Hey, look. Cause what I'm saying is that sometimes you gotta draw a hard line, and what I'm saying, and it can set a bad precedent also in your locker room as well. This guy can power. He got four years left on his deal. He signed a new deal and said, "I want out." That's gonna bite these players in the butt to cut the bargaining also. That's why I'm like, dude, come back. Because once this CBA comes mm-hmm. back, it's gonna be a three year guaranteed deals. That's it. I'm telling you. Yeah. So, and, and see, what what people like Rich Paul aren't seeing is the long game and all the same black folks that man, you know the white man, you know, all those type of folks. No, no, no. The ones with the laser beam out the eye like they cyclops, they ain't talking to you know, those clowns. Uh, you got to see the long game, and especially when this team did I mean, everything I, I, you I, wanted. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I could. Bl- I, I don't know. I, it's just a weird. I don't know if I could blame Rich Paul. He has to know, like, what the 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 thing in the league. But sometimes when you have a client, a client just don't listen. They're a knucklehead. There's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? You still got to support the client. You got a fiduciary duty. But see, Benny just hand. He just missed. This is just handled ter- very terribly sensitive. He doesn't want to do business, Jerry. He doesn't understand business. He's going by his emotion. And he go by emotion of business. He's going to be sitting in the poorhouse or he's going to be out there uh, with your boy, Gee Hunt, in the squid game because you made this decision with your emotions. Then, uh, hey, listen, man. I, you learned, know. I learned as a youth, man. I learned as a youth, man, that emotions make you sad sometimes and emotions make you cry sometimes. I learned that from Ace Town. So. He's definitely doing things wrong. You can't be out here moving on emotion. You got to move on strategy, man. But listen, man, we got we got a, a bunch of topics to talk about, man. Um, what's Alabama gonna do this week, man? We gotta ask you that though. Uh, they won't cover the spread against A and M. A and M could move the ball anyway, and they lost the quarterback early on in the year. They can't score. And we just see what's the line right now? What's the, what's, what's oh, the it line was right seventeen. Now? I already bet on it when it was seventeen. I ain't looked at it. Uh. So, yeah, you know, you so sure put it like, yeah, I already bet on that with 17. But uh, they're they going to make an example out of A&M because A&M can't score. Uh, okay. And okay. I know it, and, you know, and, and that's, just, that's just plain and simple there. Uh, but I do think A&M is, you know, they talked all this talk. They got all this hype every year for A&M. And they're A&M. They suck. They will get their ass beat on national TV, and all those white girls on A and M will try to sneak in Alabama's locker room. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, it's gonna be. It. Oh, one thing I want to touch on though, you probably don't cover it. Can uh, can we stop listening to the hot take media for evaluations on QBs? Uh, you remember before the draft, there was a rumor that the 49ers were drafting Mac Jones on social media and the hot take media bullied them taking Trey Lance. I'm not saying <laughs> Mac Jones is going to be Mahomes, but he held his own. Mac uh, Jones? Listen, he, he's who? a good coach. I, I told you he was better than two in college. But, uh, 
Listen, he, but, he's getting good coaching, and he seems to, he seems to be getting better like every week, which is that's what you want to see. Yeah, and everybody thought, well, he ain't. I remember when he got drafted. They showed his highlights, package of stuff he could do. I'm like, what's going on? Can you, can you give the guy a chance? He's in a good spot. And Belichick coached his ass off last weekend, too, also. Uh, fuck, this looked too hot. And I'm being honest with saying they ain't look too hot. Belichick coached a great game. And uh, But I it just I just find it funny who people who they annoy, they give them every excuse, every leeway. But if they already had their minds made up, they don't like you, you don't think you're good, nothing you can do. And I think he's played, Mac Jones played fine so far. I'm not saying he's going to be like Justin Herbert, but you don't have to be Justin Herbert. <laughs> you can just be a good quarterback. Yeah. True. This, this is all true. Yeah, because all true. who's all to say true. Trey Lance? Who's to say Trey Lance not going to suck? Just because he has a fast forty, he's big as hell. He can throw through. He can, he can, he has a big arm, but he ain't accurate. And the rumor was I read online the Shanahan's wanted Mac Jones. The front office said no, we getting Trey Lance. So if Trey Lance doesn't work out and Mac Jones continue to get better, it may be a mess in that team. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. So listen, we got a comment from uh, Scotty in the chat room. He was talking about this, like, you know, versus the whole Ben Simmons thing. He thinks they're going to try to make it a requirement to have a master's degree to be an agent because, you know, because of Rich Paul. Because I, I do think it's a conspiracy to, like, to slander his name. But they're using this Ben Simmons thing as, an, as a reason to make him a bad guy. He does. He does well, a good he, thing. He, and like, he, I'm not mad at him. He, he, he all the articles I, are written. He all the articles are written. I'm all because if I was a pro athlete, I probably would have signed with a black agent. Let them get that percentage. Yeah. Uh, that personally be me. Especially now that I remember back in the old days, black agents like with Jordan them coming out, the black agents weren't around like that then. But there's plenty now. Now you yeah. talking about Master P. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I would sign one. Them to give them that percentage. And, uh, but sometimes I think Rich Paul's like he tied with LeBron, LeBron player and power. Me, though LeBron always never demand a trade while in his contract first year in it, and he always waited till he became a free agent. But I think that his name being associated with that. But at the same time, you're right. Maybe Ben Simmons ain't listening. Maybe just like Dennis Schroeder agent said, "Hey man, take this deal." No, nah, I'm good. Or like Nerlens Noel. Couple years ago, no, I'm good. I get more money. The agent probably told him take this, uh, but sometimes they don't listen. And now, how can Ben Simmons even go back to that team? He didn't want to talk to yeah, the guy. Too, too far so a lot of he's doing himself. Uh, because yeah, even like with Aaron Rodgers, I know different sports. His stuff. He talked to Jordan Love, told him what the deal was going on. Get ready, you know, just in case. He talked to a lot of the teammates mm-hmm. still, and so. That right there, in case you come back, it's like, all right, man, we can roll with it. Ben's making it bad for himself, and I hope younger other players looking at this is like, hey, if I want out, no biggie. Teams understand it, but give them a chance to work it out because you may get a better deal. You may go to a better spot also. I blame uh, I blame Ben's dad or his older brother or his father figure for this situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know it's funny, though? Yeah. Here's the thing. He was coddled at AAU. He was coddled at LSU. I'm like the only SEC basketball fan y'all know. Uh, he uh, he got coddled there. 
how the hell are you the number one pick? You can't even make the tournament. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. folks, you don't make the tournament. Crazy oh, look at the sideways. The sixty-five teams get in. I remember watching him at LSU, and he was knocking down threes. And I was like, yo, Shoot, this yeah. guy right here is going to be special. I was like, yo, when, when he was in LSU, I really thought that we were looking at a top 50 all-time player because he was knocking down threes. His vision was crazy. Um, he had the athletic ability. I don't know what happened to him. Like, it's, it's weird. But at the same time, the what one thing mean? I will say is You don't know what happened to him. He was raised he by a well, well, here's what I'm saying. The perspective I have is, the same player he is now, he was then. It doesn't seem that he doesn't seem to be progressing upwards, um, and that's kind of like you know what the issue is. But anyway, man, we got to move on to bias, man. Listen, man, we appreciate your call as always, good brother, man. And remember, Uh-oh. remember what you said, man. They gonna cover, man. Because if not, I'm gonna need you to call in next week if they don't cover. Hey, hey, don't worry, Jamie. All you gotta do is evict some 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 lowly person to make up for that money, but uh, to make up for that bet loss. But I also say this guy. <laughs> The Bulls are going to make the playoffs. The Miami Heat is not going to be as good as everybody say they are. That's just all brand recognition. And also, if if a, if a Korean guy walks up to you with a card with some symbols on it, do not call that number on the back of it. You guys have a great day. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Even I see what you've been watching. In, 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 oh, I uh, finished it too, by know. the way. Listen, if you finish that, you got to go watch um, um, Alice in Borderland. It's similar, but to me, it's actually better. It's actually better than Squid Games. It's called it's on Netflix. It's called Alice in Borderlands. Okay. I am get I am getting the track suit for Halloween. That's what I'm going at. You know, uh, hey, listen, man, but hey, listen, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, by let me know what you think about it. Go watch Alice in Borderlands. It's very similar, but to me, it's actually better than Squid Games. Anyway, man. Hey, no problem. Thank thank you you guys call. have a good thank one, man. Thank you for calling, good brother, man. We appreciate you. All right, peace, fellas. Hard brother Tobias. Yeah, man. So, story, man. Be Austin. Uh, you know what happened this past week while you were on the Grace Nae is your man Robert Kelly, man. So you, everybody knows our Kelly is behind the wall right now, but he's came out and said, "Yo, now that they uh put him in prison, he about to reveal all the other celebrities he know that uh, you know, be messing with them young girls." So, I mean, I was gonna ask you. Who gonna be on the list? But I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there. I don't want you speculating, man, because I know you would answer me. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna ask you this though: You think some people got uh, should be nervous right now? Do I think who should be nervous? Do you think that there are people out there that are nervous right now? Oh, uh, based on based on Robert Kelly snitching. Yeah, yeah. You think he got some real names, or you think um, he's a captain? Yeah, yeah. I, I I think there should there's some folks that should be nervous. <clears throat> I think there's also a large contingent of folks that should be ashamed of themselves because I let let me just say this. Do not believe that R. Kelly should be walking the streets. I don't believe he's not guilty. I believe he's one hundred and ten percent guilty. But I also believe that he suffers from a mental health disorder. And I believe mm-hmm. people enabled him to behave this way for their benefit. And I think that those people should be punished as well. Yeah, you know how I know he suffers from something mental health-wise? Because he had literally got away with it. 
like when the tape came out and all that, like folks had moved on and let him get over, like get past that, and he still kept going back, like yo, and you had got away with it, beloved, but you couldn't stay away from, you know, what I'm saying from 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 the young man. That's like, how he's wrong. It's a mental health. It's a mental health thing because Bull was addicted. Bull was addicted to Peach, Peach Fuzz. Like he he couldn't get over it. Yeah, that's nasty, man. You a nasty dude, man. You he won a JoJo Award every week, but for those who names he about to say, y'all also get JoJo Awards, man. But um, that happened this past week while uh you were on the Grace Naive, man. But one of the stories I want to talk about is this, man. I don't know if you heard about uh Kanye West who's created Donda Academy, right? He's creating his own, like, school. He wants to rival Sierra, uh, I'm not say Sierra Leone, Sierra Canyon, where uh, Bronny goes to. And he wants to build a basketball program at this school of his. And he got some very, very high-profile transfers coming to his school. Jackie Howard, Jalen Hook, Zion Cruz, Robert Dillingham. Some of these cats are top-ranked players. Some are Duke recruits. Like he's building a crazy program at this prep school called a uh, Donda Academy. So he's using his power and influence and in building a school. What do you think about Kanye building a school and getting this level of talent to commit there? Um, before I go on my hate ass diatribe, okay. I want to go ahead and say that I I need to research more and learn more about what is being offered at this school because my initial reaction was salute to LeBron James for opening a school that wasn't athletics focused, that wasn't entertainment focused, that was based on academics. Salute to LeBron for that. Meanwhile, your man is trying to build a sneaker hub to help his marketing program and distribution and exploiting children to do so. That's my first take. That's my initial. I have not researched, but that's my take on dude. Ouch. Ouch. That's nasty. nasty, Everything he does at this point, I look at him sideways because I know that he went to the altar. He went to the altar of that underground society with Chris Jenner. They drank the goat's blood, and this is what they're about. <laughs> this is what they're about, man. Yeah. Yeah, something wrong with you, cuz. So, yeah, salute I mean, to you, LeBron. The war- first no, the war- in, first time on the war room. Actually, salute man. to you. I know. Ho, 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 ho. All right, Dev, we got book- we got bookmark a couple things on here, man. For one, we got a bookmark um, Tobias with all his guarantees. Um, we got to bookmark you giving LeBron props, but you're right though. If you look at LeBron's school, um, nothing about it has anything to do with athletics. It's all academic. So you know, salute to him for that. But yo, you gave—I can't believe you, you gave LeBron props. But yo, Kanye is wilding right now. But at the same time, these kids—you know—they respect Kanye or, or admire him at least, and they are committed to playing for his program. You know, and the crazy part is, here's the crazy part, bro. They don't have a coach yet. Tell the world is based on fluff. The world is based on fluff. And while I believe that Kanye may be emotionally unstable, he may be emotionally unstable. He may even have some mental issues. He is not 
stupid. He's not slow. He's highly intelligent and has figured out how to marry up today's culture with his weirdness to sell shit. He's a, he's a salesman, man. He's a salesman. And this is just another sales tool. To me. Mm. So what do you say to the young gentleman though? Like what do you what do you say to them though? Um they're in a position at this stage of life and with the way society works that they're all almost automatically shoe-ins for the next level of basketball. So I don't really look at them one way or the other. It's just a play for them to improve and expand on their brand. Like, that's all this is for them, brand expansion, which I get it. I'm not mad at a kid for making a move in the context. Like, I don't expect those young gentlemen to understand the broader scope of the world. They're just functioning in a world and a culture that they grew up in, know, and understand to that extent. So I'm not mad at them. But I know Kanye. I know this is this is an exploitation play. Got you. I want to I want to see how this thing plays out. Like he, Kanye's also known to do stuff and never follow through. But I want to see how this played out though. So yes, let's keep an eye on a Donda Academy and see what happens at Donda Academy. Um, another story, man. You met Urban Meyer, man. He he apologizes for his video that went viral. He was you know seemingly at a bar, and it was a young lady you know gyrating and shaking her hips and you know twerking or what have you. I wouldn't call it twerking because yo, you took that no little blue pill. She had no. <laughs> you think he took the took the Red Rangers, man? He's ready, ready to knock that down. <laughs> yo, yo, Urban Meyer, man. I think he's trying to find a way out of his gig, man, because it's already been reported that the team don't respect him. They don't care about him. They was like, somebody. It all like, started when he brought in Tebus. Think so. Nah, probably before then. Yeah, I mean, he just don't fit in the pro game, but they said that he lost a little bit of respect he did have. I'm like, damn, that's like shade. But uh, did you see the video? Nah, I couldn't really watch. I I saw it, but not really. I know, I I, I saw still, and I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, well, I mean, Urban Meyer, man, like, you know, get your ish straight, man. Yo, we got a comment in the um, chat from – from Skyview talking about the fraud that happened with those 18 NBA players. Like that's another story that happened this past week. Why you want to grind? Um, it wasn't on our list, but I'm gonna bring it up anyway because I did read a little bit about it earlier. More information is still coming out, but there's like 18 ex NBA players that are being accused of fraud. Most interesting thing about that whole story was uh, hold on, as a matter of fact, let me get the names real fast because it was some it was some names on there where it was like okay. See what's happening here, but the, one of them was like actually shocking. Like, we're talking here we go. Here's the actual indictment: Terrence Williams, Allen Anderson, Anthony Allen, Desiree Allen, Shannon Brown, Will Bynum, um, Glenn Davis, uh, Melvin Eli, Jamario Moon, Darius Miles, Milton Palacio, Ruben Patterson, Eddie Robinson, Gregory Smith, Sebastian Telfair, Charles Watson. Um, Antoine and Anthony Wright. No, I'm sorry. Antoine Wright and Anthony Wooten. And the one more name, which was the funniest one, which was uh, Christopher Douglas Roberts. But he had an AKA on here. 
Christopher Douglas Roberts, a.k.a. Supreme Bay. I didn't know that he was going by Supreme Bay. Like, my man got knowledge itself out here in these streets, man. <laughs> so, my man going by Supreme Bay out here, man. So, salute to CDR. CDR out here going by Supreme Bay. Um, and if I ask what team, all I can tell you. Yo, and these players, man, like, was out here wilding and committing insurance fraud, basically. So let me tell you why I know that it was actually some 419. Shout out to my Nigerians. Let me tell you how I know. Two people's involvement. Glenn Robinson and Sebastian Taufey. Glenn Robinson was already caught on a plane with the same thing Rallo got caught with. And somehow it disappeared. Sebastian. No, I wasn't. Hold up. You see? No, it was Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis. No, no, no. That's what I meant. Glenn Davis. I, Big Baby. Ronald. Big Baby got caught on a plane. You remember uh, Big Baby got caught on a plane a few years back? And they had to uh, bring the scales that they weigh the whales with? <laughs> Cross was on the Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, so I already know he's down for the he's down for the move. As is Bassey. They both down for the move. I mean he's from Brooklyn. But also, man, I just want to say salute to Supreme Bay because that was funny. But also, um here's what happened, right? So there was a uh, health and welfare benefit plan from the um NBA and they got about four million out of it. So Yaga did uh, it says the indictment the indictment says that this was all set up by Terrence Williams, who orchestrated the whole thing. So they were submitting false claims to the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan and was basically giving kickbacks. They were, he was giving them, like, fake invoices and, you know, get them paid out and get the kickback. And the ass got caught somehow. Somebody snitched, but that's either here or there. They was committing fraud. And, you know, stop taking shortcuts, gentlemen. Um, but shout out to uh, Supreme Bay. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of what Shout that out is about to the that, team. Jamaica, South <laughs> Central Miami, about the story. Yeah, so he says, why we got to be shady? Medical fraud? FOH, big baby. Jamario Moon. Yeah, there's a bunch of them on there, man. Like, they was out here wilding, man. Shout out to Jamario Moon, man. I ain't heard his name in so long. I ain't never think the next time I heard his name, it'd be insurance fraud. Like, how? Clinton Ow, Portis, he was, Clinton he was Portis, just in the big three getting thing. busy. So this 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 been in uh this this is going around sports because uh Clinton Portis and a couple of them NFL players got hit with the same thing. So be careful yeah, out here. That's it. all I'm gonna say, man. Whatever they say, he did he did that ish. You know what I mean? He did so that. Anyway, ish. man, Clinton that's... Portis only worth seventy six dollars and forty three cents. Yo, no Clinton Portis slander, man. Clinton Portis uh is a living legend, allegedly. He is. Um, <laughs> what do you think Clinton Portis did with the money when he stole it? Run that back. What do you think, bro? I said, what do you think Clinton Portis did with that bread when he stole it? Strip club, Magic City. So you out here committing fraud just to be out here um, going to the shaky butts? Listen to to, 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 to the kids that listen on to Instagram. Don't. Don't don't commit fraud to go to the shaky butt, yo. Just don't do it. 
Don't do it, man. But anyway, man, that's what happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Night. Shout out to Kev for reminding us about that story as well, man. Um, Because that's definitely a, a crazy story. And you got 18 names. Some of them are like recognizable names. It's not like just the, the bum players. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, listen, let's talk about... Uh, nah, there was some good mid-level exception dudes on there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's some names on there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Supreme Beta. That's always going to be funny to me. But anyway, man, let's talk about what happened on this date in sports history. And this is brought to you by Sports the Book. The bottom line, it's the greatest sports book ever written, bar none. Argue with, you know what I mean, whoever. Um, but Who's it written by? Who's it written by? Who's the author, though? It's that ball. I mean, if you look up the ball, you're going to see him pop up. But listen, though, on the, this, this, this date in sports history, here's interesting. It's when Walter Payton passed Jim Brown um, as the NFL career rushing leader. Um, where does Walter Payton rank? And, you know, when you start talking about who you believe to be the greatest running back of all time, where do you see Walter Payton at? Uh, this is tough, man. This is tough. Um, That's what she said. So much, much, much like my my MC top ten probably has about thirty people in it. My MC top five definitely has fifteen. My top five running backs probably has fifteen running backs. In it. I would probably put Walter Payton in top ten. Got fifteen. Yeah, yeah. If I which one? Your top five has five running backs. Oh, oh, oh! Your top five has fifteen, or your top ten has fifteen. Top 10 probably has 15. Probably. Okay, got you. Got you. Um, Yo, so, Scott, you and Neil, we all got Walter Payton, if you rank him at all. But go ahead, though. Go ahead, B. Austin. Let's see what you got. I, I, you, don't rank, you don't rank Walter Payton? Who, me? Listen, I think Walter Payton might be number one. To me, yeah, Walter Payton yeah, I can is respect, the only, I can respect he's the only, that. He's the I, I don't only agree. running back. He's the only running back I've seen in my life that has no flaws. Like, yeah. he ran in between feel, the tackles. He ran outside the tackles. Yeah. He could catch the ball. Yeah. He could block. Yes. He's one of the best blocking backs. I've never Listen, seen Jim we not, we not, We're not going to get into an argument on air, and we're not going to talk about the ball that looked like a mutant ninja turtle that's number one ever times ten. Um, but, but I can agree – I wouldn't argue with anyone that puts Walter Payton in their top three because, to your point, he literally couldn't do anything wrong on a football field. Like, he was damn near. i tell you who he was waiting. Walter Payton is who the media tries to make Emmitt Smith out to be. Payton is that. Here's the thing, though. I think Emmitt gets pooped on a lot, and I, I don't think he deserves it. Like, I get it. I get people always say, well, he had the offensive line, and I get that. But Emmitt had talent, man, because Emmitt, Emmitt almost, like, tore it up playing for the Cardinals when he was old because Emmitt has vision and balance that I think are unmatched, which is important as a running back. So I think Emmitt gets pooped on. I think Emmitt was one of the greatest. But but he's not a Walter Payton, in my opinion. And the, and the other dude, the Barry dude, who I think that's what you're talking about, you said turtle. I never had him as my yeah. one because, like, there's just deficiencies in this game. Was he the most exciting? Absolutely. Was he the best blocker? Eh, not really. Could he catch a little blocking? Y'all, did you say blocking, though? Come on, cuz. 
I know Come on. Walter Payton Walter Payton did it all, bro. Walter Payton played fullback. Walter Payton like, Walter, Walter Payton, Payton did do it all. And Walter Payton could block, but there's no listen, there's no one in the top five that I even care about whether they could put pick up the blitz or not. And I know how important that is. But I none of them dudes do I care or rate them on their blocking. You went to you took Barry Sanders and went to the fact that he can't block. And I don't know whether he could no, or couldn't because, block, but no, I never paid to attention me, to, to his. But go ahead. I did. I did. But to me, that's what separates Walter from everybody. He was literal. He literally had no flaws as a running back. No, like, I, I agree with I that. I agree with fl- that statement. So I can't think of a flaw in his game. So for me, and again, I'm not a Bears fan. I'm like, like not even the biggest Walter Payton fan, but like, you know, I've got to be obje- and being objective. Like, I don't know if I've seen a better running back. Now, you know, there are things that Barry does better than everybody else, but as a complete running back, it's Walter Payton. Now, so, Scavi said that Walter Payton to him is number two. To, for the best he's ever seen was Eric Dickerson. Crazy part is, yo, Eric Dickerson in his prime was something different. Something completely yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, man. Crazy, yeah. man. Like, yeah. you know. Eric Dickerson was, my man was did something with the goggles on. Put it like this. Jerry Carroll and he did, and he did it with them corny-ass like, goggles. And a collar. Jerry Kill. Why did Eric Jerry Dickerson? Kill, Eric Dickerson. Why did Eric Dickerson choose to go onto the field dressed like that? <laughs> yo, because everybody. Because it wasn't. It, it wasn't just the goggles, though. Yo, it wasn't. But listen, though, this is how you know he was that dude. You start seeing dudes in, in the hood of Little League who wanted to have them shoulder pads and them goggles. Like you, had, you had no reason to have goggles, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, trying to be like Eric Dickerson. Why, were, on, why was every knuckle? Why was every knuckle on his fingers taped? Yo, why was Eric Dickerson that much nicer than he had a Jerry Curl? The Jerry Curl must have gave him, like, special powers or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he none of these ninjas better than – listen, listen. What none of these ninjas better than Bo, though? Now. Now say something. Yeah, I mean, Bo can't rap. Bo Bo just had to – Bo had to leave a little bit earlier from the party than all y'all. Nah, for me, it's Barry, but I'm not mad. Let me ask you a question. Do you think if Bo had a longer career that he would be one? Yo, I, I, gotta, go, I gotta go to YouTube and look at some Bo Jackson highlights. Like, I, 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 I know you. I know you want me to answer. Listen, the only way I can answer that is this: for those who are listening that believe that Africans got here from another place, Bo came from that place. Bo came from wherever that is. Wherever that is, Bo came from. Bo, Bo would out-muscle linemen and run past cornerbacks. That's Think different. about that, bro. Bo would out-muscle and in the outfield. linemen. And, and, and played in the outfield. And, and played in the outfield. And break, and break bats over his knee and act like it wasn't – it was normal. Yo, Bo that, was that, a scary dude. Kind of athlete. Him and Dion is different because, like, Dion in his prime was like that too. Like, Dion yeah, will go steal yeah, two yeah. bases and then come and get two interceptions. Like, yeah, I, I and think that and might not practice. On, we don't realize how different, how difficult that is when these dudes are pampered today, and and you know what I'm saying like they don't have to do anything but you know play a couple possessions, and you got dudes that are specialists in doing one thing. Like, Dion played the yeah. two sports two at the highest level on the same at day. A high level. Did did Dion make a, a, a MLB and MLB All Star game? 
I know both. I'm not sure. I gotta look that up. I don't recall if we made the All Stars in baseball. Um, obviously in but football, he was tough. He was the best corner in the game. Let me let me but, go back. Let me go back to you to the. But hold on, he, played, mean, on the, um, he played on the same day a couple of times, bro. Like this, at the, I think about the highest yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, he of did. Sports. He played both on the he same did. day. It was like you just said. It was the, well, Eric Dickerson and for Dion. It was the Jerry curl because that's when he had the chain and and no undershirt on, and he would come off the the helicopter and put his pads on, and you know. Yeah, I got a random put the question. Headband around you his know, neck. Everything, everything goes in cycles, man. Like I see these young kids wearing boxes now. Um, I see yeah. most, like two or four finger rings out here. I see a lot of the old stuff like come back, right? And you know, mm-hmm. every, every generation says that that things go in cycles, things come back. My question to you is this, and this is sports related because we're talking about Eric Dickerson, right? Um, would a Jerry kill ever come back and stuff? No, they tried it. The cats from California tried it, and the world said no. <laughs> they tried. The world, the world, like the world, literally got them and said, "Listen, we don't care if you're a Crip, a Blood, a Hoover, y'all ninjas not wearing Jerry curls, man. Y'all can't do that. It's not allowed. We took that away. Yeah, it's done. That ain't coming back." So it's, it's Scotty. It's Scotty says the greatest running back of all time is Bo Jackson from Tecmo Bowl. Stop. He might got um, a there. All right. All right, so Walter, so Walter Payton, I'm not mad if he's in anybody's top three. I got Barry as my number one. What, the problem here is a man by the name of Jim Brown, and I yeah. didn't see Jim play, but there's there's so much tape out there. Where where do you put Jim Brown in in the mix? And how does that impact your, I put, your views I put, on Walter? I put him. I put him at number number two with an asterisk just because I haven't seen him play. Um, yeah. Because Jim Brown was also complete. Like he, was, but Jim Brown did that stuff that you talked about. Both. Jim did that too. Yeah. He outran. He outran the second day and ran over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, Not, yo, when they, yo, when they had ball play, he was the same size as the London. Yeah. He was different. He was different. Yeah, so, he was different. Yeah, he, he was ahead of his time. He was different. But, I mean, and, and he's always been put, like, in a special place because, like, all the old heads from around my way and, and older uncles and grandparents, my grandpa, Yo, both of them. They, like, they put him. We talk about He's dude. up there with, like, yeah, he's up was, there with, like, Will. He up there with, like, Will. Like, they was all, what, listen, the old heads in my family, one, dog, one, like, you couldn't say nothing more. bad about Will or Jim Brown. They was all in a schlong. One, one. <laughs> carrying dick on their shoulder. Um, one more question. Where do you put OJ? And I, I don't want you to crack any jokes, and I don't want you to think about what we know him and support him for. But if you really think about uh, his football career. Uh, okay. Um, double entendre. Don't even ask me how. But uh, I'll probably put um, the juice, pause, top ten. Because <laughs> there's so many great running backs. Okay. There's so many great running backs, right? You got okay. Barry Sanders, you okay. got Jim Brown, you got Walter Payton, you got you got all these like a lot of these guys. I mean, then again, that's the upper echelon. You got you Fred, got, you got Fred Taylor. Taylor. No, I think he's trying to do it. Uh, Adrian Adrian Fred Peterson, right? AP is you know, like, he's at the table. Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk, like who was also a complete running back, like. It's been a lot of great yeah. players at that position that you just can't forget about. As much as you hate Emmett, Emmett, Emmett is up there. He might not be no. number one. He might not be number two. 
but he's a great running back. All right, all right. Let, so let, let, let's just let's just put put the brotherhood on the line. Please don't tell me you have Emmett top five though. Top ten. Top I can live. I, I can live with that. I, I can listen. The media has done a number on all of us, and we're all we're all indoctrinated in some way or another. I can live with somebody saying he's top ten, although I know that's not the truth. But people that say Emmett is top no. five don't understand football. Top five is difficult to crack because Jim Brown and Walter Payton, right? Those two, I just got like. Period. They the top five. I, period. The only two I, they are. They're the only two. They're the only two I, the uh, two I know right now. And I and I'm, I like Barry, I, but I, I think that a lot of people damn. in my generation put Barry you higher than I have. On, you be shitting on ball, yo. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think I think Barry is definitely top five, but I don't have him like most people I talk to in my generation. But Barry's the greatest. Like they just put him number one. And I yeah, I'm, with, I'm one way. of them. Yeah, I know, but Dude, I mean, I, and I get it. I get they it. used to put the but ball on the field with no line and just give them the ball and say, "Run, yo, I mean, go beat them other I eleven black for that. Huh? Because but there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of Barry, a lot of the way that Barry played that I didn't like though. Right? As someone who likes football, like yeah. Barry would have these amazing plays. Barry would have two plays in a game where he would lose you ten yards because he's running backwards, and I never, <laughs> I never <laughs> yeah. liked. It. I never liked that. That's not winning football. Like run straight, beloved. But I get it though. I get it. I get it. But you know, no, nah, no. Nah, listen, back listen. I can live. Me. Listen, listen. I could live if he's in the top five, and Emmett is not in the top five. I could live because people try. Like they not. They not the same. I don't care what nobody's. They're not the same. I, let me ask so you. That, that to me sounds like you, your beef. Your beef ain't if, about nobody else. Your beef is about them two being compared. A lot, a lot of it, because I think if you gave Barry, if you gave Barry Emmett's team, Emmett's line, Barry Sanders would have the same amount of yards that Jerry Rice has receiving. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows though? Because he never. That's the thing. That's the thing. People always say that, but the thing about it is, Emmett's line suited his style better than it did Barry. Barry they, would they jump did, around and juke and all that. Emmett but some of the stuff, some of the stuff that we say about Emmett's line isn't hyperbole. Like when you say, "Oh man, he didn't get touched," Emmett would be three, four, and five yards down the field, and he didn't get touched. Them, them holes that that line was opening up, which is what she said. Yo, them Jones, yo, he, yo, his O line was crazy. That Dallas O line was yeah, insane. but he, but he, they, they absolutely, I agree with you. But a uh, but you got to give him credit too because his vision and his balance was the second to none. His vision, and here's why I know that to be a fact, man, because I, I, watching football on Sundays is funny. Like, watching the boy that plays for the Eagles, like Sanders, right? I see why the coach don't run the ball. Like, they be handing dude the ball, and he'll have a hole on the left side that's like the size of Brush. And he, yeah. And somehow yo, he, don't, he yo, don't see it. Yo. He goes, no, I'm not away. even I'm that, like, yo. Yo, boy don't, yo, boy has no interest at all in ever being between the tackles. No interest. It doesn't matter if the play's called there. It don't matter if the blocking is there. Everything gets bounced outside. Everything. Yo, and I'm Everything. like, yo, he don't have a vision. But most of the time, he don't even see that there's a hole in the middle. Like, I don't know, like, it, it, so it's like that. It's something to be said for that. To have, like, he always, like, knows. And, and I mean, that, that was a well-oiled machine. They, they fit. They fit like a hand in glove. So you can't really separate them. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. Listen, at the end of the day, man, salute to Walter Payton. This is when he passed. You know Jim Brown, um, and a lot of folks didn't Rest think that power. would ever happen. You know what I mean? 
which is funny, right? Because I was talking about that this week with someone. Like, there's certain statistics that people be like, "Oh man, that's never going to be touched." And I've seen all of them touched, uh, for, except for one. Um, because I've never chicken, chicken, chicken man, chicken George. I don't know. I think his might be touched. But the way the NBA passes, NFL, NFL passes the ball these days, I can see Jerry Rice's records uh, being touched if somebody. Yo, they gave career. him. They gave him an extra. They gave him an extra game, and they he, they're not going. Yo, Jerry Rice is literally two Hall of Fame receivers. I agree. But I think that his records his records might be touched. Some of these young boys out here putting up yards ungodly because they pass every down there. They do. Now they do. Be, but you with that being said, with that being said, yo, and you can't hit him. You can't touch him or none of that. So all they gotta do you is can't put a touch long him, career you can't do nothing. So I but, can see but, that. The Jimmy, one, they the spread one they spread they spread the ball around they spread the ball around too much. For it to be one, like there's not one, like a one, a number one receiver doesn't get the ball enough to chase Jerry. Like a guy like Julio, I would expect him to be in the hunt. Or a guy like, well, no, not even one Julio, time, I guess, Julio AJ Green. Shows, but a uh, lot of dudes get like, so, so I'm talking about some of these young boys. They're getting targets ungodly, like uh, the, young, the young boy who plays, um, Oh, what's his name? He already get chased, whatever his name is, like the Bengals or whatever. This boy got – he get a target, target. Tar- they get a lot of targets. Yo, Waller got the yeah. ball thrown to him 19 times in, like, one game. It's ridiculous out here, man. But I could yeah. see Jerry Rice's records being touched. But the one I can is the 100 points in one game. Like, I'm not, that's the one record that – if it happened in my lifetime, I would You see, Bean, Bean almost – Bean almost got Bean had a game like – yo, here's the thing, though. Think about this. All that stuff being did, he still was nineteen point shot. That's like a that's like a great game for somebody. <laughs> he did all that and still was nineteen point shot, yo. How you do all that and still be a full game worth a point, yo? If people average nineteen go to the All Star game, but how how are you putting up eighty one and you're still a Joe full Dumar? Game? Joe Dumar's average less than that and went to the Hall. Listen, man. Yeah. Listen, yo. You averaged a, a whole game worth of points less. And you put up eighty one. That's how crazy a bean is. Yo, so I can't see that's the one. Game and I seen it. I Yo, saw that. But was still a dub short though. Yo, but he was still a dub short. How you I mean, put up eighty? You a dub short? Yeah, they might not have came from the same plate. Will Will was an alien. If you scored twenty five points, right, a game for your career, four times, you're probably a Hall of Fame <laughs> player. He did it every quarter. Yeah. He put up a Hall of <laughs> He put up a Hall of Yo, for, for a whole like season. For a whole season, he did it. One, he did it a whole half. That's crazy. Yo, Yo Wilt was crazy. Yeah, man. So, so that's that's, that's the one joint I can't see being broken, man. Is that right there, man? But um, with all that being said, man, it's time for us to get out of here, man. Thank you, everybody, for uh, you know messing with us this evening, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to Nail, Cavs, always holding us down. Shout out to those that call in, those that we can't get to. Listen, we getting out of here, man. You know it's mad early today. Um, but it is what it is, man. Um, everybody that messes with us, we appreciate it. We definitely uh, want to salute y'all for showing us love over the years, man. We're going to be back talking about the NFL, the NBA. We're going to, you know, do our Ben Simmons check-in. You know what I'm saying? So do me a favor, man. Please enjoy the sports this weekend. Yo, it's a new a documentary series on Netflix, everybody. It's called Bad Sports. I started watching it. It was kind of crazy. Check that out. But um, 
Enjoy the rest of your week, man. Please stay safe in these streets. Mask up. And we'll see you right back here next time. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't a political statement, so don't cuss me out. Be sure to catch our conversations on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts. Everything can be found at warroomsports.com. Also, pick up my book, which is Sports the Book. You can find that also at warroomsports.com. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we shall see you chumps on Till's My Week. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.